We've spoken the last two weeks about how to be filled with the Spirit and uh, move on to verse 19 <laughs> and the results of being filled in the Spirit. How to be thrilled in the Spirit, 19 and 20. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making a melody in your heart to the Lord. That's why Mr Bliss could write that hymn, It Is Well With My Soul, because he was spirit-filled, he needed the Lord, he needed his strength at that time, and it was expressed in the song that he wrote and the words that he penned there after that tragedy. And um, <clears throat> we need to be thrilled in the spirit. And evidence that the Christian is filled is singing. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for your word. I pray that we might go on our way rejoicing. The Ethiopian eunuch did when he found salvation and was indwelt by the Spirit and infilled with the Spirit. Philip the Evangelist was taken away, but he could go on his way rejoicing. Back to Ethiopia, Lord, and started churches down there, as we know. Lord, bless the word to us this evening. Strengthen us, and may we go away tonight singing and making a melody in our heart. To the Lord. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. <clears throat> Singing, an overflow of that which is within. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we sing hymns. Let's go to a parallel verse over in Colossians chapter 3 and verse 16. The author of the books, Ephesians and Colossians, are the same. For those on Monday nights, how much, what percentage of Colossians is uh, uh, found in Ephesians? Oh, 70. Above 70. Above 70, yeah. Was it, I was looking at Ariel there. You got 100%. You must have got it right. <laughs> I think it was 80. I thought it was 80. Yeah, Maybe I was thinking of another. Say? That was the number of verses that were similar? Yeah, okay. Yep, so that's. A lot, and and th this is a the one that compares with the one we're looking at there in chapter five of Ephesians, chapter three, verse sixteen of Colossians, and we read, "Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly." Now, in 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 Ephesians, it talks about the Holy Spirit. Well, the word, <laughs> the Lord Jesus, dwelling in us richly by the Spirit. In all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts unto the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. So singing is part of praise, is it not? Let's go to the Old Testament. Keep your marker there in Ephesians 5 and go to chapter 137 and verse 1. Sometimes, Psalms, what did I say? No, you didn't say Psalms. When you Psalms. Go, yeah, yeah. What other book has got 137 verses? <laughs> Just testing your Bible knowledge. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 137, I mean, I'm calling myself that. <laughs> Verse 1 to 4, by the rivers of Babylon... There we sat down. Now apparently I was told after I mentioned this some years ago by folks in the church, oh, that's a song they put on the radio. I didn't yeah. know. 
they sat down, yea, we wept. Who, who, who did? The Jewish captives in Babylon. And Nebuchadnezzar took them up there. When we remembered Zion. There, it, it, it says, we hanged our harps upon the willows in the midst thereof. They had them out at least. <laughs> For there, they that carried us away captive required of us a song. And they that wasted us... <laughs> ripped the temple apart, took all the gold, did everything they did and killed our kids and took us a few home, took us in captivity, wasted us, required of us myrrh, saying, Sing unto us one of the songs of Zion. How shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land or in a foreign land? <laughs> you know, tells us a little bit about singing here and why we sing. And uh, we don't sing the world's song and it's hard for us to sing the songs of the Lord to the world. They don't get what the message is. They may, but that's not the purpose of singing. In fact, I, I had a reference in my Bible and I it said refer to 2005 sermon such and such on such and such a date. And so I went there and... I found these overheads and I can't remember going through them and I don't know who produced them because I didn't. And maybe we'll look at them next week. It's got some good thoughts about why we sing. And it's, it was a, a seminar, a music seminar somewhere that we did it at or, or that I received them from, I don't know. <clears throat> but how, how can we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? The, the songs of the Lord are for the people of the Lord. And uh, that comes out in those as I was looking at them this afternoon Psalm 40 and verse 3 they, the, the thought is singing is not for evangelism you think about that one singing is for worshipping God and this is somewhat of what we're looking at it's a result of being filled with the spirit and thanking God for what he has done we're in Psalms, Psalms 40 and verse 3. And he hath put a new song in my mouth. You know, we had the old songs. And how hard sometimes is it to forget the old songs? Pretty hard sometimes if you've been in the world and you've tapped your toe to them. Uh, but he put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord. You know, when we get a new song, we sing new words with new music. We have a song to God. And um, there's teaching in all of these that we could take. Psalm 42, verse 8, just over the page, 42 and verse 8. Yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime, in the night. His song shall be with me and my prayer unto the God of my life. So in the night. His song will be with me as I sing to the Lord, as I pray to him. They're tying, them, tying that together there. We have songs in the night. Um, <clears throat> in Acts chapter 16, verse 25, let's not turn there. Can you remember who was singing in Acts, Acts chapter 16 and verse 25? There's two men singing. And they were singing in jail. Yep, I'm singing in jail. What's their names? Paul and Silas. Paul and Silas. <clears throat> what had just what what had just happened to them the day before <clears throat> before they were thrown in, thrust down into the stocks, chained up, 
They'd been whipped, beaten, they're bleeding, they hadn't been washed, sore, fresh wounds. As they were thrust down there, blood probably stuck to the post and when they pulled away, it opened up again. That, that's what the, their condition would have been in. What were they doing? You can only do this in the strength of the Holy Spirit, can't you? <laughs> singing. Singing. What happened? <laughs> the angels must have thought, time to bust these out. <laughs> no, God knew that they were going to break jailbreak. <laughs> and they broke out of the, well, no, the angel. <laughs> got them out. But, and, and a soul got saved. The very fellow that whipped them. That well was in charge of whipping them. You would have thought, huh, him. Let him go ahead and do what he's going to do. He's about to kill himself, wasn't he? He deserves every bit of that. Nah. <laughs> do thyself no harm, they said. And he didn't. I wonder if he heard them singing before the earthquake and the Lord allowing everything to be opened up like that. We'll have to ask him when we get to heaven because he's going to be there because we have that great verse in there where he cried out to him sirs what must i do to be saved he, he must have been listening into the songs and <laughs> he was in the place where they were jailed he the earthquake come and and he, he already had he that question was on his mind how, how, do, how do i get saved what did it, what was the answer believe on the lord jesus christ and thou shalt be saved and thy house it'll affect everybody here hmm. we can sing in jail we can sing songs in the night we can sing when we're heavy-hearted. And we can sing in a strange land as well. Um, Second Chronicle. Let's turn to this one. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20 to 25. <clears throat> and we read there in Second Chronicles 20, 20. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa, and as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord. Now, what are they going to do? They're going to battle. Well, first of all, we've got things to... <laughs> Let's see up the singers first. <laughs> They're the, what, what do you call them when they're over there in the Middle East? They put the people out first. To, what do they call them? The Muslims people, the jihads, and that, they put the people out like human shields. Yeah. And, and, and that's not what he was doing. <laughs> but it, it looks like that, doesn't it? You know, you're putting these people out. To, he consulted the people, pointed singers unto the Lord who should praise the beauty of his holiness. And that's the purpose of those singing, thanking and praising God, lifting his name up. And they went out before the army and to say, Praise the Lord, <clears throat> for his mercy endureth forever. And, they, and when they began to sing and to praise, the, the Lord set an ambush against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who were come out against Judah, and they were smitten. For the children of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, Sir, Seir, whatever, until utterly to slay and just destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of the seer, everyone helped to destroy one another. Uh, another sorry. <laughs> what happens when you sing? 
when you're going to battle. Hey, what does it say in the book of Ephesians? Put on the whole armor of God and uh, go to battle. Go to war with the enemy, but have a singing heart. Many times when we see the enemy, we're afraid and run backwards. (laughs) But there, they stripped them of all their goods and they were made very prosperous at this time that the Lord won the battle the angel went and fought for them so you see even in battle we can sing don't some well armies have their songs don't they they have their songs and uh, <clears throat> going to to war there and a lot of them are, are, are boastful and proud songs and they come out the losers <laughs> Hebrews thirteen fifteen. Go, we'll go back to Psalms in a minute because psalms are the songs of Israel. Back in the book of Hebrews, <clears throat> thirteen fifteen, we read there, By him therefore let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. How often? Continually. continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. You say, well, it's talking about thanks. Well, how better to thank the Lord than in song and music. And people have penned things down from experiences have had. And we have these many, many songs that we have in our hymn book, in our repertoire, that we can use from days gone by. Now, joyful acclamation in song is what we are to do. The three categories in psalms, in hymns, and spiritual songs. And in that, I think in that thing there that they, do, they deliver, they, they, they point out these three areas. Just let's think of the psalms for a while. Do you know any psalms that have been put to song? Yes. Okay. That's the... Obvious one, isn't it? The whole psalm is put to song. The Lord is my shepherd. That's Psalm 23, isn't it? Let's go to Psalm 18 and verse 2 and see if you don't have to sing it when we find it. You can hum it. (laughs) Whistle it. Psalm 18. And see some of these songs that we can sing in the night. Some of these songs we can sing in the battle, the daily battle of life. I'm getting there. Psalm 18. (laughs) Verse 2. The Lord is my rock and my fortress, my deliverer and my strength, in whom will I trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. No. Some of the, not all of the words, not the whole psalm that's been put to, put to song. The Lord is my rock, strength and shield. I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. And that's the song that was sung by um, Moses' sister, um, Miriam, thank you. <laughs> and when, when they saw the, the Egyptians are drowned in the sea. The horse and ride is thrown in the sea. So it's a combination of Psalms 18.2 and back there in Exodus. 
Um, Psalm 37. Maybe this one will be a bit easier. I think it will if you know the song or the chorus. Psalm 37, verse 23. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. You know that one? <laughs> I could hear it. And he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be cast down. Lord upholdeth him with his hand. Yep, got that one. <laughs> Psalm 42 and verse 1. Here's some songs in the night. And sometimes we need reminding of them before we forget them. <laughs> As the heart panteth after the water brook, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsteth for God, for the living God, when I shall come, when shall I come and appear before God? Just mainly the first verse there. As a deer. As a deer. Yes, not exactly the same words, but there as a deer panteth for the water brooks. And uh, we sing that in Sunday school opening exercise, don't we? Psalm 48, just over a bit, in verses 1 and 2. Psalm 48, 1 and 2. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God, in the mountain of his holiness. How does that one go? Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. Maybe it's a Marandindi song. In the city. Yeah, yeah Kay knows it. She's there. <laughs> city of our God, in the mountain of his Yeah. It's not in our hymn songbook there. Yeah, it's song. yeah. Beautiful for situation, joy of the whole earth. Is Mount Zion on the sides of the north city? Yep. There's only a couple of us know that one. But that's a one being put to music. Psalm 68, verse 1. Well, <clears throat> you should have brought your guitar tonight and got us <laughs> singing some of these songs. Psalm 68, 1, let God arise and his enemies be scattered. Let them also that hate him flee before him. Let God arise and his enemies. How does it go? Okay. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> let God arise and his enemies be scattered. Yeah. Let God, let God arise. Yeah, one from Murrindini. I wonder where those songbooks went <laughs> that were there at Murrindini. Les Thomas might know. Um, <clears throat> actually, when we packed up Murrindini campsite, remember, Gerald, we were, we were there. Roy was there. Pastor Derek was there, myself. And we packed everything up. It was the last day we could get on the property. And we just filled up Roy's van. We filled up this and that because it was just sitting there. And we probably left the songbooks there. I don't know. that I can't remember going in the main building and taking a look through there. Generator sitting in the, in the ferns, jerry cans full of petrol. It hadn't been, people hadn't been there for 18 months. The, 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 the um, James has had to move out in a hurry, moved out of there. And um, yeah, it's sad that a lot of things were left behind. Uh, big generators and things that are in the generator shed 
uh, was left there. Surely the Fergie was taken. <laughs> the old grey Fergie. <laughs> that was uh, it run the generator off the power takeoff at the back. Anyway, sad <laughs> that these maybe they were kept by somebody somewhere. Let God arise and his enemies be scattered. Psalm 84 verse 11. I can see we're going to have to learn some more choruses and get, get some extra ones. Psalm 84 11. The Lord God is sun and a shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's one that we used to sing too. Tune won't come to me, but I know it's one we used to sing. Psalm 89 and verse 1. And this one we should know. <laughs> I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. Who knows that one? Yep. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. Sing, I will sing, I will sing. That's it. <laughs> um, these are psalms that the Jews sung. And I'm sure that they didn't use the tunes we use because they didn't sing like we sing. It, it's different altogether. I'd rather the tunes we <laughs> put to them than the tunes they had. Their tunes were sorrowful-sounding tunes, if you've heard the Jewish people sing or chant the psalms. Yeah, okay, and that's why it makes them that way. Sound, sound sad instead of happy with the, the contents of the words that are there. Um, <clears throat> Psalm 118 and verse 24. Psalm 118 and 24. Mark all these down. You'll probably find them on Google. <laughs> but you have to be careful if they've made them contemporary too. What's become of them? Psalm 118 24. <clears throat> Yeah, this is the day that the Lord hath made. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord hath made. Lord hath made, we will rejoice. Yep, and be glad in it, and be glad in for and then go up. Good, keep going. <laughs> so you know it too. No, he's not owning up to it. <laughs> Psalm 119, verse 11, just over a bit. Thy word. Yes, yes. Thy, oh, that's a hymn, isn't it? Thy word have I hid in my heart. Must have seen against thee that I might not. What number is that? Yep, that's a hymn. Oh. <clears throat> Verse 105, the same chapter. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And that's one that's been put to music. And uh, 126 and verse 6, <clears throat> there it talks about sowing seeds. 126 and verse 6. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seeds, shall doubtless come with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. It's been put to music as well. And the Psalm 139, verse 23, Search me, O God, and know my heart. <laughs> That's a hymn. I see Mr Dunn was looking that one up. 166. 166, okay. For the, but the, um, the other one, I word, and 
in our hymnbook here. So there, <coughs> there we have. And because we use rhythm and rhyme in our singing in the West, it's not always easy to put the psalms to music uh, because many of the psalms put to music are awkward and stilted because they don't use rhyme in the psalms that much. You know, it's not like our poetry. And if you read our songs in our hymn book that we sing, they, if you, you take, them, take the music away and just read them, what do they do? They rhyme the words at the end and the start of the next phrase or whatever. They, they match together. <clears throat> so it is harder to put the psalms. But I think we better start learning them because we're probably going to sing the psalms in the millennium. And I don't know what music the Lord will have us use there. It'll be conservative, I know that. It won't be worldly. I mean, some of the the worldly music now is so far off music. It's not. It's just not music. It's just terrible noise. That um, <clears throat> yeah, it's not of the Lord at all. In harps, <laughs> yeah, the harps they used. You know, where's our harp here? There, <laughs> it's got the strings. <laughs> all lined up, and um, but I do like the harp being played, and uh, the fellow in in Israel, the Jewish man, is making harps, and making many harps, and they're going to make they made the harps for the new temple that they're going to build, and he's a harp builder, and so he they've they've re re got it, that sort of business going over there, so psalms is one of the things we're, we're way out of time, <laughs> hymns is the next one that we look at in spiritual songs. We may go to that outline next week. <clears throat> There's definitely something God wants us to sing and sing about and some things he does not want us to sing and some music just should not be in the church at all, should it? We, when, we, when we were kids, as um, us three boys, as I'm the oldest boy and, and uh, Colin and Bevan. There was two older sisters. And in my day, in my young teenage days, the Beatles are just going crazy everywhere. You know, everyone's got their hair long and everyone wanted to look like a Beatle. The Beatles singers, not <laughs> a Volkswagen. They probably looked like that with the mop of hair they had, but it was just loud. It was on the radio. It was just bellowing out. We didn't have a television. I'm probably on that too. And um, <clears throat> my sister's... I think that when Dad wasn't home, they would turn it on and they'd do the ironing just inside the door in the old kitchen farmhouse door. And us fellas would go out, turn it off, and they'd turn it on again. We'd go in and whip the cord out and they'd plug it in again. And we just gave them no end of grief in interrupting the songs that were being played. <laughs> it doesn't pay to listen to that sort of music, the consequences in life. Years later, it just. You see, once that song's there, and the tune's there, I, I have no problem with rock stuff. I can hear and it doesn't make any sense to me, and it doesn't get me tapping my toes at all. I just didn't listen to it. I had a radio in the car, didn't, didn't listen to it. But <clears throat> it can be blaring away, and some people get really upset. You know, someone 
Oh, is that is that <laughs> annoying? I mean, I'm not got it on on the work site. What do they do? It's on most. You know, you go to a building where they're building a house. What is it? And even like Dewalt and that make a a pack, yeah. and part of the pack with the drill and the and the saw and everything else is a radio <laughs> that can belt out a lot of noise. And they stick it in the middle of the house where they're constructing it and let it go. You turn it down, they don't like it. They can't live without it. Uh, we can live without that sort of thing. <laughs> As Mike Coglin did, I don't know, I don't advise you, when he was going down the streets of Cootamundra and having an outreach up there, I wasn't there. I heard about it because one of my aunties from there phoned up and said, what's this fellow doing? I don't know. She didn't know she was talking to her cousin. I mean, a, ne a nephew, me, <laughs> when she rung up because somewhere my number was on the thing. <laughs> Mike Coglin was... He said all these young fellows riding up and down the street with their cars and their windows down and blowing their music out. So I'm going to wind my windows down, put my hymns on and drive down the street. And um, I don't know, who was there? Anyone? No, no, there were none, no one was here. I don't know if it had a desired effect. Well, the, I got a phone call <laughs> from, from Kutamundra to down here. But people of the world don't want to hear what the words say. And I don't know how to understand what is being screamed out on the radio. I can't even understand any, hardly any of the words. You might pick one, one or two, but it's pretty well all central, is what's been said. Let's have a time to pray. We've sung, we've studied, and let's go and supplicate.